This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. Please go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. See the purpose, the vision, the goals, what we're trying to accomplish at Eagle Saving Nations. We need you to be a part of it. As you know, the world's in crisis. Israel is in crisis. America's in crisis. I'll tell you what we could escalate into millions of people dying very easily. The economy of the world could crash. We're in trouble today because the church has failed. It's failed America, it's failed the world. So join Eagle Saving Nations. We gotta get back to having the power of God to do what Jesus told the apostles to do. Go represent him with his, with his authority, with his power like he was continuing to walk the earth. But you have to be baptized with the Holy Ghost, with the Holy Spirit. Again, the Feast of Pentecost. That's what it's all about. Now, my special guest today on the warning program is Shannon Davis, OmegaManRadio.com. Uh, Shannon, welcome to the program warning. Dr. Hanson, thank you for having me again today. It's an honor to be with you. Well, it's always fun to be with you. Um, as you know, you have me all the time every week on your program, OmegaManRadio.com, and I count that as a privilege. As together, we can try to continue to sound the alarm. Now, October 7, Israel went into war once again. Hamas attacked. Over 1,300 people killed, babies beheaded, women raped, hundreds taken as hostages, by Hamas. And I'll tell you what, uh, this is going to escalate. It's going to escalate. Shannon, your thoughts? Absolutely. What was done to Israel requires a response. And, you know, it was interesting. Uh, we have a lot of people that are uh, voicing um, that uh, Palestine deserves the Palestinian people deserve land. Uh, well, I went into the King James Bible, Dr. Hansen, to look up the word Palestine. I only found one reference in the whole Bible to the word Palestine. And that's actually a mistranslation. If you look in the Hebrew, it was Felicia. So my research has shown me, and I'm sure others will probably concur, there has never been any Palestinian people in history until present. It's a modern creation. There's never been a land of Palestine there's never been a king of Palestine. There's never been a Palestinian currency. And if you go into Joel 3.4, that's the only reference you'll find to the word Palestine. And again, that was mistranslated from Philistia. Philistia, as I understand it, comes from the word Philistine. And there were uh, five cities there along the coast, the Mediterranean coast, that were occupied by the kings of the Philistines. And these lands were given to Israel as part of their inheritance. We all recognize the word Philistine, of course. And Israel fought battles with them in the past. Now, they were ordered, I think, to take the land and drive out all the inhabitants, and they didn't do a good job on that. So there were some left behind that remained. But as I see it, Gaza has always belonged to Israel since God gave it to them. So what they're, in effect, doing is going back and retaking their land. A land, by the way, we talked about last time that George Bush Jr., forced Israel to give up. That was back around the same time we had Hurricane Katrina, people remember. And it was a terrible thing. 
people were living there trying to build their lives and they were uh, displaced. Bulldozers came in and bulldozed their house and that's because of American United Nations pressure on them. I'm so happy that there may be an opportunity for Israel to get back to land. Now, it's sad that it's going to be turned to rubble, but that may be prophetic too. But what are you going to do when terrorists come into your, your home or your kibbutz and begin to slaughter and kill people and rape them? You must fight back. And Israel, it looks like, is headed for a huge war. Probably Hezbollah will get involved in the mix next. Back to you. Well, you're talking about Amos 1, 6 through 8. Um the name, if you're familiar with Amos 1, 6 through 8. But uh, there was never, you know, the, the Philistines, there was never a Philistines, the people that try to identify themselves as the owners of the land today. It never happened. There were nomad Arabs uh, from Jordan, you know, Jordan and other countries. But the land has always belonged to the Hebrews for 3,000 years. There's always been a presence in, if we want to say, modern-day Israel and much further, the land belonging to them by God. So uh, there, this, this is a wrong understanding of there's a people called the Philistines, the present-day the Philistine people. No, uh, they were just different Arabs, uh, primarily from Jordan. And uh, again, uh, they're only Hamas and others are using them to try to uh, create something that they never had. Shannon? Absolutely. Israel has a God-given right to all the land that God gave them. And that includes Gaza. That includes Jerusalem as its capital. And there's much land that they don't currently have in their possession, but one day they're going to get it all back. When I read the end of the story, there's a time coming in the future when Jesus Christ comes back to rule and reign from Mount Zion, God's holy hill, by the way, that Israel will be at peace and no one will disenfranchise them again. When I look at what's going on, I'm reminded of other scriptures like uh, Damascus being turned into a ruinous heap. That's just a big pile of rubble. I understand that Iran is uh, threatening to get into the, to the battle. Syria, probably as well. Uh, where do you think we're headed to, Dr. Hanson? World War Three? Well, a lot of people believe that. And uh, you've got the Egyptians now mobilizing, the Jordanians mobilizing. You've got uh, the Jordanian civilians arming themselves and trying to force their way in. Uh, the p- people in Egypt have really pressurized their government to get the army involved. And, and now you have the army of Egypt uh, moving toward the border. You know, this is going to escalate. Again, it's all been prophesied in the Bible. What do you think about this? It says, New York City public school teacher shares image of Hamas. Paraglider describes terror attack on Israeli civilians as a successful military campaign. I think this is uh, irreprehensible. That's the right adjective to use. Our children are being brainwashed with a liberal narrative. We know what else are uh, being succumbing to, and that's uh, sex changes, too, forced on them in California. Well, Hamas is not a military. Hamas is a terrorist organization. Again, there is no nation of Palestine or a Palestinian people. This is a recent creation. These people are none other than terrorists and should be treated as so. 
Israel cannot back down this time, Dr. Hansen. If they do, it's going to be disastrous. Because this group that identifies by the name of Hamas have been interviewed before. I saw an interview done a few years ago, and one of their commanders was asked on camera, what is your desire here? And when he was pinned down, he said, we want everything. We don't want just, you know, Gaza or another city. We want everything, and we want all the Israelis gone. And they haven't changed in that desire. To think that a person can make peace with these lunatics, these terrorists, I mean, this is insanity. And while they're calling for peace, we know there's not going to be any peace till Christ comes back. Back to you. Well, the two-state solution, it, the Israel government has offered several times a two-state solution. They don't want a two-state solution as far as Hamas and Hezbollah, Iran. They, they want all of the Hebrews, the Jews, gone. So they don't want no two-state solution. They want to take the whole thing over, and that's, that's in their, their mandate. It, it's stated right there. Absolutely. That's a good point you brought up, because... I think they were calling it uh, the Abrahamic Accords. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I know that uh, President Trump uh, was at the table uh, with these groups and Israel, and they were trying to broker a deal. And at the end of the day, the Palestinian uh, group, they didn't want it. They want all or nothing. They'll never settle for part of it. And, you know, the crazy thing is uh, many Christians have not read their Bible. If they did, they would realize God didn't give any of this land to these Arab groups. None whatsoever. All the land that God gave, he put in the word. That's his title deed to the Israelites, all 12 tribes. The Levites, of course, they didn't get a possession. Their possession is God, just to be uh, clear there. But God doesn't change his mind. What he says is going to happen. And who are individuals or nations to think that they can tell God what he can do with his land? Come on, this is insanity. It's rebellion, which is the sin of witchcraft. And it's a death wish for people to think that they can override God and tell him to do differently than what he already um, made a covenant with Israel to do to give them this land as their inheritance. You know, I want to get back to this, uh, what's going on in America as far as uh, the liberal left, and, and we have teachers. We've brought this up many times in the past, communist, Muslim teachers, all through the public schools, the universities. And uh, here, Mohammed uh, Admin is a teacher at Gotham Tech High School. And uh, according to multiple reports, he's changed his Facebook cover last week to an image of a person paragliding with a Palestinian flag attached to the parachute. And the image had the words, I stand with Palestine. Again, he goes on to push his students to be against Israel. Shannon? He has no right to do Could you imagine being a student in his class, by the way, and you don't agree with him? Instant F. You know, uh, sadly, our schools have been overrun by liberals, by atheists, by homosexuals. There's known witches that are in the school, communist. And this has been something uh, that's been going on for many years. Uh, I know you have uh, written articles on the work of G. Edward Griffith, the creature from Jekyll Island. And there's an interview, the reason I mentioned his name, that he did back in the 80s with a, um, a Russian defector who he sent down. And they talked about the educational system in America. 
and how that was part of the plan of the communist from Russia to infiltrate American schools and begin to change them from the inside out and indoctrinate the future generations of America. And they were successful with that. It's very dangerous now to send your, your kids to secular schools. They come out of there thinking that uh, it's okay to be gay. They question, does God really exist? They side with the enemies of Israel. Everything that you don't want your kids to be, uh, they're becoming when they go in and they get brainwashed by these devils that call themselves the teachers in those schools. Very dangerous. And not only that, just think about grade schools. They're doing the same things to the children. And they're brainwashing our kids. I would homeschool my child before I'd let them be exposed to that. It's very sick what's going on in our school system. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, it, it's just maddening when, when the teachers in America, and you've got uh, different major cities where there's major rallies against Israel right now, and, uh, you know, with the flags of Hamas or the Palestinian flag, uh, again, major rally, rallies in America all over celebrating these atrocities and 1,300 Israelis being killed, women raped, children beheaded. They're celebrating it and laughing. You know, I think we talked about this one time off air about our joint experience growing up in the church in Christian homes. And I can remember still to this day being in Sunday school, my grandfather's church, Pentecostal church, part of the church of God at that time. And, uh, you know, they would teach us Bible stories. And they used to have this felt board and they'd put the Bible figures on there and you could move the legs and arms. And they would read the Bible and illustrate it for us and show the battles that David fought against Goliath. And, you know, I was just raised in the feeling that Israel is us. That's our people over there, if you will. And uh, we're to love Israel. And I loved David and all the mighty men of valor that fought in these battles. And I knew that the wicked ones were those on the other side, the Philistines, led by, you know, their uh, commanders that brought out Goliath onto the field to fight David that day. We know what happened to David. And I say to people out there that hate Israel, if you're not standing with Israel right now, you're really on the side of the Philistines. It didn't go good for Goliath. It won't go good for you. I thought everybody had the love, Dr. Hansen, for Israel. That's the apple of God's eye. That's where I would want to have been back then during that battle on the side of the Israelites. And today we've got a battle, unlike ones fought in the past. Not unlike ones fought in the past. And uh, whose side are you going to be on? You know, there comes a time where you've got to choose sides. Are you on the side of the Lord? which is to be with Israel, or are you on the other side with those Philistines? People got to choose. Let me say one more thing. Genesis 12, 3 says, if you bless my people, I'll bless you. If you curse my people, I'll curse you. People don't know the word of God at best. And at worst, they're on the side of the enemy. They're going to pay a heavy price for it. They're going to come under the judgment of God. And I'm talking to people in the church. Uh, Israel is the apple of God's eye. God does not make a promise and then not keep it. He's going to give them every bit of land that he promised them. And he'll bless those that bless Israel. And he will curse you if you curse Israel. That command right there has never been rescinded. So I want to bless Israel. 
because I want to be there when Jesus comes back for the thousand year millennial reign. And I'm thankful that as a Gentile believer in Christ, I have an opportunity to be grafted in with the natural branches, one new man. We're spiritual Israel, but we don't replace the physical Israel if we're not Jewish. And so God is going to keep his promise to that people and people better get out of the way or they're going to be uh, washed away in the judgment of God that's coming. Back to you. It says from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. It's a common call to arms for pro-Palestinian activists. It calls for the establishment of a state of Palestine from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea, erasing the state of Israel and its people. It's a rallying cry for terrorist groups and their sympathizers from the popular front for the liberation of Palestine to Hamas, which called for Israel's destruction in its original governing charter in 1988 and was responsible for the October 7, 2023 terror attack on Israeli civilians, now over 1,300 people dead. It's a, uh, at that single day, it was the most uh, deadliest day for Jews since the Holocaust. Now on Tuesday, David C. Banks, Chancellor of the New York City Department of Education, issued a statement condemning the acts of terrorism by Hamas. It says, in light of the attacks by Hamas on civilian Israelis, I am compelled to speak out to condemn these horrific acts of violence, Banks stated. It's heartbreaking to see the devastating impact of terrorism on innocent civilians, especially our most vulnerable children. And then this Muslim teacher, Ahmad, responded by calling the chancellor a white supremacist, imperialist scumbag. He says, let it be known that Chancellor Banks, he only cares about the lives of white people, Jihad Ahmad claimed. So-called Israel has continually discriminated, killed civilians, children, the elderly, the press, and medical workers, and targeted schools, places of worship, and medical facilities. Fox News asked Hamad for a comment. He reportedly repeated his claims and referred to the October 7th terrorist attack as a successful military campaign. Now, Shannon, I mean, what a lie. Israeli government continues to uh, drop pamphlets, having people to leave, asking him to leave. But Hamas tells them to stay. They want the children to be on the front lines. They want the children to throw rocks. They want the children to be human shields and the old people. Um, this teacher needs to be fired, Shannon. Absolutely. Fired a long time ago. This should not be allowed in the school system. That guy is uh, exactly what he tries to put on others. He's a racist, and he's wrong, and I call bullcrap on what he said. Excuse my Spanish. <laughs> but let me say this, Dr. Hansen. Uh, we got a lot of people right now saying, you know, yay to Palestine. You know, you did good. And they're cheering the slaughter of the children and the women and the men over there that were slaughtered by these terrorists called Hamas. They got another thing coming. I've been looking at the figures, even in the last two weeks, tens of thousands of people have come in illegally into the American borders, and they're not Mexicans. I love my Mexican people. They're hard workers. These are people from countries all the way as far away as North Korea, many countries around the world, uh, many 
that have terrorist cells in them and they're in America right now and they're being welcomed in by the Biden administration, these liberals. They're given a debit card with some cash on it and a court date seven to 10 years in the future and a cell phone and a bus ride wherever they want to go and they disappear. Wait till the attacks Hamas style begin to occur on American soil. These people hate everyone who's not with them. They hate Christians. They hate Jews. They hate America. And wait till their jihad comes to America and they're the recipient of the rape and the beheadings. We're in some serious trouble in America because we've got men that have invaded this country. And I'm often wondering, is that verse written that says they will raise their hands and lift up a shout against you? They will invade your land like caterpillars? Is that coming to pass as we speak? We're in trouble because it's coming to the American shores. And the fault is the American church. Half of the churches are under the Federal Council of Churches. That's a Marxist covering, communist covering. They're over the National Council of Churches, Geneva-based World Council of Churches. Again, they're the mainline churches. They back the Biden administration. They back abortion, homosexuality. They back the United Nations. Shannon, these are half of the American churches. This country is divided, and it's divided one reason is the church is divided. And so now we have the church backing, again, Muslim people in Congress. You know, Omar, she herself uh, got caught uh, spreading lies with a Palestinian flag outside her door. Did you know that? I'm not surprised. I'm looking at that individual and uh, she just hates America. Sadly, she got a position there in Congress. You know, Dr. Hanson, you're exactly right. The real blame for this sits squarely on the, sh the shoulders of a compromised church. And the church is in trouble because the word says God is going to visit the church first. And judgment starts at the house of God. There we go. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the sinner and the ungodly appear? We're in trouble. We're a church that is so fragmented, uh, so schizophrenic, you know, Lutheran, Lutherans, Episcopalians, uh, ordaining lesbian women, um, people like Andy Stanley, the son of the late Charles Stanley, standing up for the right of same-sex marriage, basically, not calling it sin, which is what it is, and if you die in that sin, you're going to bust hell wide open. Um, the church doesn't talk about sin anymore. They don't talk about hell. Uh, what are they talking about? Well, they're not talking about much of the Bible. They just spend about 45 minutes in hell song music. The church is not the same as I grew up in or that you grew up in. We've departed from the word of God. And again, uh, many of these pastors are just trying to be status quo. They don't want to rock the boat. Get people in, get them out without offending anybody. And uh, people... Lives are not being changed for the better. And we don't have holiness anymore in the church. There's no fear of the Lord. I'm here to tell you, Dr. Hanson, I think next event to happen is the fear of the Lord falling on America at such a level that, um, again, the church is going to wake up or they're going to fall away in the days ahead. Um, I fear for what's coming for America because we should be standing in the gap, be the light and salt, and uh, we've lost the salt. Back to you. 
says Representative Omar D. Minnesota was caught spreading misinformation about the Israel-Hamas war over the weekend. Saturday, Omar reposted a post on X showing dead children wrapped in white cloth. The post declared child genocide in Palestine. 614 Palestinian children murdered by the Israeli IOF forces. But the heartbreaking photo was not taken in Gaza. In fact, the photo is a decade old and shows child victims of sarin gas attack launched by the Syrian president and his military forces in eastern uh, Gata in August 2013. So she was caught spreading just a flat-out lie. I think she was also caught marrying her brother some years ago. Look into who this woman is and how she got her residency. You know, she needs to go back to Ethiopia. Uh, if you hate America, then leave. I tell you, somebody else who hates America, that's Russia. And Russia backs uh, Syria. And they're going to be a problem in the days ahead. And I know that they look down on America and they look down on the, uh, the queer uh, military that we've got and people like Rachel Levine, the man who thinks he's a woman. Military from the waist up, dressed from the waist down. And, and they look at our, our fighting forces. They, they have to be salivating to attack America because we're at the weakest point we've ever been uh, morally, financially, uh, militarily, and we're in some serious trouble. We've got enemies from within, enemies coming in from without. What's next? Destruction. If the church doesn't wake up and take his position on the front line and call for repentance and hold us to the Lord. Jerusalem is called the city of righteousness. Isaiah 126. It's called Ariel, the fireplace of God. Isaiah 29, 1. God's furnace is in Jerusalem. Isaiah 31, 9. Jerusalem is a holy city. Isaiah 52, 1. And Nehemiah 11, 1. Jerusalem is the throne of the Lord. Jeremiah 3, 17. Jerusalem is a cup of poison. Zechariah 12, 2. Jerusalem is a burdensome stone. Zechariah 12, 3. The signature of God is on Jerusalem, 2 Chronicles 6, 6, and 33, 4. God himself has a special interest in Jerusalem because he's placed his own signature on his city. The signature of God signifies the nature, character, personality, covenant, and in a sense of who God is. Whoever comes against Jerusalem comes against his holy name, his nature, and his character. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the warning program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International and Eagles Saving Nations. Special guest has been Shannon Davis, OmegaManRadio.com. Join Eagles Saving Nations. We've got to have a national repentance, a na national revival. We've got to have Pentecost come back down. Join Eagle Saving Nations. We got to again get into the stadiums. Or America, I'm telling you, the Republic is falling and I'm telling you dogmatically, millions are going to die. Soon, soon, you're going to see people being killed by Islamic terrorists right in America. God bless you. <laughs>